No one cares. These were gifted by a patron slash friend. Here we are. Wish I was home. Is that how she says it? I wish I was home. I wish I was home. Oh, no place like home. No place like home. Shh. No one cares. <laughs> You're funny. I try. You're okay. funny, funny. Um, here, here we are. Hey guys, welcome back to another fucking banger. <laughs> yeah. Ow. Ow. Should we start our titty call before we go? Titty. No, baby, you cannot jump the gun. I said we started titty call, not Tori started titty call. I thought that's what it meant. No, it means we do it together at the same time. One, two, three. Today, you did it so. Welcome back, welcome, our titty welcome, bitches. Welcome back, titty bitches. Welcome back, titty bitches. How is everybody doing? You know, look at these socks. I can't get over it. They're so fucking cute. I hope you guys could. We see lo- we love you. We truly we want to shout out our patrons, Autumn. Julie, Nicole, and Crystal. We love you guys. Oh, so much. Thank you guys for supporting. And um, we appreciate you guys for staying and being a part of this Patreon. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? I want to talk about where we're at now in our life and how we're doing. Yeah, I think I think we have to take this episode to really appreciate where we've yeah how far how far we've come because i feel like we're always talking about the things that we've been through and it's good to reflect on the things that you've been through and the things that um like all of the shit yeah but when you're like stuck there it it gets like okay well what positives what have we learned from all of the things yeah. And I think putting no, I it agree. all together is definitely helpful. Right. So you do kind of have to look at where you came from to see where you're at now. Yeah, to reflect on where you are, you're at. And I mean, okay, when it comes to you and me right now at the time that we're recording this, mm-hmm. it's October 28th, 2023. Mhm. Where were we? October 28th, 2022. I don't know. Where was I? We had just started dating. (laughs) Oh, that's when I got divorced in 2022. It wasn't in 2023? No, baby, no. That just shows you how much I really cared. (laughs) Well, damn. No, but... On a serious note, um, where was I? This time last year... Where were we? I was at my parents' house. Yeah, you were still at your parents. Mm-hmm. You were just, you were newly divorced. Mm-hmm. What, what sorts of things emotionally were you dealing with? All kinds of things. I don't know. It went from seeing my kids mm-hmm. to seeing, you know, to figuring it all out, to seeing what was going to come next of it. Like, it was a bunch of stress. Yeah. A lot of stress. Here's my question, though. 
which stress would you rather the stress that we're under now or then now why because now it's like for me the most stressful is not having my kids and not being able to like kiss them goodnight like those were there was a lot of big moments as a parent for me that I felt like I was not able to do for my kids so now I learned to appreciate doing them because I know for some parents when their kids could be like naggy or kids let's be honest could be fucking annoying <laughs> um and parents like they oh my god this is so frustrating oh my god this is so annoying but it's the worst feeling in the world when those kids aren't around where you were doing the 24 hour parenting with them that you start to appreciate those moments like doing the homework oh my god when covid happened i wanted to pull my fucking hair out mm -hmm. now i will be happy to do homework with my kids because i miss doing that stuff like getting them ready for bed or you know even ha sitting down and having an actual meal with them you know it's things like that that you like learn to appreciate or like the other night like the pumpkin carving the pumpkin carving yeah now other than like the kids and stuff like that like where else were you at emotionally uh, emotionally i was like i was breaking down but that's what it is though babe it's like my main thing was my kids that it broke me down so much like my focus as a parent was how the fuck am i going to get my kids what do i need to do to get to them like what do i need to do well there was a lot of fear behind that too because yes. of certain things you know yeah, what i mean absolutely because you i mean i was a single mom with not a good job i mean it pays decent money but it's not like enough to support myself and my kids together you know what i mean yeah um what else like you you i'm living in my parents home so i don't have a place of my own you're i don't have my own car you know like there's a lot of things that i don't have for myself that fear got in the way of like how many how am i going to get there what am i going to fucking do to get these kids and i it almost felt like it, it, it was almost like a race where you feel like you're going to get to the finish line but that finish line is never is it getting closer it's just getting further and further away from you because the idea of you even getting there is not possible it's like what the hell yeah how am i going to reach this so now here we are right and we haven't even scratched the surface of like where we're headed right i i and i truly believe that oh i know i truly believe that this is just the where beginning. where yeah this is the beginning this is a stepping stone that's going to bring us to where we're meant to be in life like you with whatever the hell you decide to do if it's mm -hmm. real estate if it's whatever whatever it is yeah and me with everything i'm doing this is like the transition in between mm -hmm. and i feel as if looking back to a year ago we've come so far we have we have and we, i don't think we like i said before i don't think we appreciate that because we're constantly we're going constantly going constantly talking about how much stress we're under constantly worrying about the future yeah that we don't stop to think like wait a second a year ago all of this shit was happening 
around the two of us, Mm -hmm. specifically around you. And we didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know how we were going to get out of it. We didn't know what would transpire. Right. And, you know, we, the fucking futon downstairs in the basement, like, that used to be our bed. That's a good reminder. That's why I love, I love that futon. I love that we still have it. Because it's a reminder that we used to sleep in a basement together on Mm -hmm. a futon Mm -hmm. that we bought Mm -hmm. for ourselves. Yeah. You know, and like that was, we didn't have comfort last year. No. We didn't have comfort really, like our, our own comfort until we got our own space. Right. I mean that's for anybody to say like right when you don't have your own space you're never gonna feel like you're where you're at is home you know now i could say i'm home i feel like when we come home from new york or anything i'm always like oh it's good to be home or home sweet home you know yeah like in your own bed that feeling yeah but i don't think we stop to really smell the roses of how far we've come in just a year's time mm-hmm. i agree we're constantly talking about the things we've been through which are important it's important to reflect on those things but it's also important to be present and i i don't know if you had to pick like one thing that you've learned within the last year like october to october think last october to now what like what's your big takeaway um i would say to myself if i was where i am now if i was to see the jaylon that was from last october i would literally grab her in the face and tell her everything's going to be okay it's going to get to where you want it to you're going to get your kids like that's my takeaway from it it's the fact that so what have you learned now how do you bring that into now it pushes me to keep going because that 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 final race i could reach it now because i went from not believing that anything now things are possible i at that moment i'm like nothing's possible i am fucked you're stuck i'm stuck i got not i got nothing i'm screwed to now going if I want that, I need to, I I know what I need to do. I will figure it the fuck out. Versus me sitting in fear and crying and being like, "What are you going to do?" like I used to do. Do you think you've developed some level of like strength from that? I think I've developed more than strength. If that makes sense. Oh. Meaning like mentally physically emotionally i've literally gotten i'm like we've gone through shit these last few days right weeks last few weeks yes we've gone through so much shit that the old jaylon would have had a panic attack would have sat and cried her eyes out because she wouldn't know what to fucking do (laughs) that was cute um to where i am now I got that let's bring it on attitude 
I'm ready for whatever I need. I'm ready for like I'm willing to take it head on because in order like to see where I was and you not be able to take me down then you're not going to take me down. You're definitely not taking me down now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't wait to see you doing like what you love career wise. Yeah. And I think you're going to be fucking unstoppable once you get to that point. Yeah. I, I think so. I think me too. Like I think Same, yeah. I think one of my vulnerabilities now is that like I'm still in school and um yeah, it's great. I'm learning a lot and I'm working toward my goals, but it's also a hindrance. Mhm. At times, and I think that's one of my biggest vulnerabilities, but once I'm on my own two feet career-wise and I'm doing what I love to do and I'm working toward my next goal. Yep, your next step in life. I think I'm I'm personally I think I'm going to be fucking com- like utterly unstoppable but i already feel that with you now because your internship the amount of kids who already have like such a connection with you but i'm saying monetarily Mm, yes monetarily i do like monetarily i'm gonna be unstoppable i agree and it's not even because like oh i'm gonna be making six figures it's because I'm going to have that level of like true independence mm-hmm. and no, I'm going to be unfuckwithable. You know what I mean? Unfuckwithable. Yeah, nobody can I fuck with me. That. And I think once you get to that point, you'll feel the same way. Like mm-hmm. people, people won't be able to shake you. Nobody. No. Nobody will be able to give you a fucking empty threat that you'll be afraid of. Right. Because you'll have your financial stability and you're, you'll be like, all right, I'll fucking take care of it myself. Right, exactly. The fuck? I agree. I agree. Because I feel like if you can't take me down, that's why I keep going back to this. Because if you literally, fine, I was weak as fuck when I left my marriage. I came from nothing within my marriage. Yeah, but you have to understand how strong of... A person you are for even making that step taking that step right there are people who are still today in marriages that they're miserable in being mistreated or whatever who are too afraid to take that step like you and rightfully so i mean it's not an easy step it's 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 not it's not scary as hell it's it's you have to know that you have support you have to feel like you know like at least you have somewhere to go some um money in your you know stability in order to take that step it's not fucking easy no and that's what i'm saying you took a risk leaving you didn't know what was going to be on the other side of that risk but you took it yeah no and in a year one year later here we are here we are in our own place yeah and that's incredible i think so too i think we've come such a long fucking way right and i'm proud of us for it i think one of the biggest things that i've learned um i wouldn't say just within the year i would say over the course of multiple years but mainly this last year or two 
um, the biggest, I've learned two things. One specific thing. If my gut is telling me something about a person, mm. follow it. Absolutely. Don't shut it down or pretend like I'm not hearing my gut. Right. Listen to it and back away, mm-hmm. which I'm which I'm actually getting better yeah, at. Yeah, you definitely are. And number 2 is don't always try to control the outcomes of things because when you let go that's when things sort of end up happening the way they're meant to happen right like that goes back to me meeting you that goes back to like creating this podcast that goes back to this this Mm -hmm. apartment like, remember when we were first looking for apartments? Yeah. You just really, all you wanted to do was get out so you could get your kids. You were willing to be anywhere. Right. And the f- one of the first apartments we looked at, I looked around and I was like, I'm not living here. Yeah. And you were like, we can make it work. And I was like, I, I started getting anxiety because I was like, this girl's going to pressure me to live somewhere where I'm genuinely not going to be comfortable living. And the kids aren't going to be comfortable living. And we're all just going to be fucking depressed and miserable. Like, is this worth it? Is it worth it to have your kids if you're going to be unhappy? Correct. Or if they're going to be unhappy? And remember I told you, I was like, wait. Just wait. Mm -hmm. Something's going to happen. Something's going to give. Whatever it is. We may not be able to afford whatever. But like, wait. Wait for something do the right thing like at the time we didn't have the podcast so i was saying like if you want to make more money go work full time or go get a better job Mm -hmm. and maybe that'll help you to afford the place you're looking for and like i'll you know whatever and it just so happened that like because we waited we found this place right and like think about just this place how lucky we've gotten finding this place i know this the second i remember the second it came up on realtor.com because i was sending sarah our realtor freaking non-stop apartments one after the other and every time i would send her one i was getting so annoyed because i'm like well i'm thankful for it now but back then she was like that's there's a whole bunch of druggies over there you don't want this like she knew about it but i didn't want to hear the negative i'm like i need to get my kids like stop telling me the negative there's got to be some sort of positive i sent her this one thinking okay she's gonna tell me some bullshit excuse for this one too sent it to her and she's like you're gonna love this place this is perfect and i was like finally something you know that when we came here for the first time and i'm like you weren't you weren't crazy about it no i wasn't and it was weird because I was like, because it needs a, a lot of fucking work. Not that the other places didn't. But I, I was like, this needs a lot of fucking work. And I don't know if it's worth it, you know. But you saw the potential in it. And you're like, I looked around and I was like, yeah, no, this is it. Yeah. I just immediately knew mm-hmm. that this was where we were going to be living. Yeah. I pictured us like... I, I, there was a sense of like home in this place. Yeah. Like, no, it's not, it's not an updated place. No. Like 
there are certain things that need to be updated. A lot of things that need to be updated. But you know what? I've seen some gorgeous ass houses. And let me tell you what's it doesn't feel like home. No. It doesn't feel like I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. But walking into this place and took time after we cleaned it and took care of it. We spent an entire week yeah. cleaning this fucking place, you and me. Right. No, we definitely did. We literally took a week. We this wanted to strangle each other. Yeah. <laughs> that week was tough. This place was gross. Yeah, no, it was disgusting. It had not it had not been lived in in over like in a, over a year. Yeah. It was like abandoned. The people before us that lived here were gross. Yep. We had uh, our neighbor John was the one who told us about it. He was like that place was not taken care of at all. And the, he's like, the people who were living there weren't even paying rents. Um, it was just, they weren't taking care of it. It was bad. And I, I, I don't know why, but when I walked in, like as dirty as it fucking was, you saw it. I saw beyond the dust and I was like, we can clean this shit up. And like really, ha- we first of all, we could have a lot of room. Look at all the room we have. I know. Honestly, like the room we have right now in our bedroom is like such a nice size. The space we have. And then the basement where you get all of your stuff. Yeah. And I was telling Tori the other day too, because I was even willing to sacrifice a washer and a dryer. And I remember saying that to you too. I was like, you don't want to do that. I'm telling you right now, you have kids. You do not want to spend your one day out of the week at the fucking laundry with loads of laundry not even right. we do laundry every single day not every day well every other day every other day yeah loads of laundry so a load of laundry so imagine having to have to wait till the end of the week oh my god that's all of our wardrobe it's like <laughs> three four hours a week at a laundry yeah mat. that and and that was another thing jaylon wanted she you didn't want to wait for you were like oh i'll 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 compromise i'm like it's was, fine i'll I'll take the house that that's not like it was nice. Like there was a home we looked at. It didn't have it, washer. And it dryer. didn't have washer and dryer. That was another selling point of this place. I was like, we need a washer and dryer. We yeah. need that. So, yeah, to see where we went to where, you know, where we both were. I was living with my parents at the time. And what and like what you were willing to settle for. Yeah. But like, I think for you, patience yeah patience patience is a I've huge learned to have patience yeah patience is a huge thing for for you yeah but i also have learned to stand my ground yeah i've learned that I, it's okay to like like fight I fight back right not not really fight back because with you i'm saying within our relationship i have learned that like if i want to do something i don't have to be like oh babe I'm um. What do you th- like? Should I do this? I don't question it. I'm say, babe, I'm gonna do this, and then I do ask for your opinion. I'll be like, but what do you think? Versus asking you, can I do this? Like, I feel that's great too. Like, I have my a voice within our relationship, and I learned to get that throughout the years, or not throughout the years, but like throughout our relationship. I don't think that's me though. I think that's you just being free. Right. No, I know, but I'm saying within our relationship, I've learned to get a voice. Not that you have any, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I I didn't give that to you. In a sense, you did, though. No. No, I'll tell you how. Because you 
allowed me to do that and i know you say oh i don't allow you anything because you're not my i'm not your keeper yeah you're, you're not but in a sense you do allow it because you're not sitting here saying well don't you want to talk to me about it or don't you want to ask me what i you know you don't tell me to like you don't get mad at me for letting me be me like you don't make me have to feel like i have to question it or ask you what you think even though there's times where i do ask you but i'm saying there's times where i haven't asked you yeah and i do what works for me but it's not like you get mad and go well why didn't you ask me or why don't we talk about it you know what i mean yeah because i'm not your fucking keeper like i do what works for me you do what works for you right because that's what i'm saying i've i've learned that within our relationship that i could be free and because you're you also allow that well also because you're my partner and i want you to experience like i know what it's like to be caged in a relationship yeah and i know how sometimes when you when you believe that you have your grips in someone that's going to keep them from running or going anywhere it's actually the opposite like when you do that to your partner or a person, it actually pushes them away. Yeah. And makes them not want to be with you. Because they feel suffocated. Right. And they feel like they've lost their individuality within the relationship and they start seeking that individuality elsewhere. They right. can't find that within their relationship. So like as your partner, the person who loves you, I want you to explore obviously within reason like within the boundaries of our relationship but really the only boundaries within our relationship is like don't disrespect me and don't cheat on me mm -hmm. you know what i mean no i get that don't do questionable shit and we won't have a problem we won't have a problem but like i want you to explore i want you to meet new people i want you to go be a human outside of me i don't want you to be codependent you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want us to be codependent on one another. No, I agree. I want us to have our life where we come together and we enjoy each other. But I want also us to have our individuality outside of each other. The things that you love that have nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. Because there are things that I love that have nothing to do with you. And that's okay. Yeah. I agree. And I think... I think for us, like, we're still kind of learning that, especially since we just recently moved in together in July. Yeah, but I feel like we still have so much space. Even though we live together, we don't really, like... We don't... So today was today was our first day, like... Really spending time together. Yeah. Because we really don't. I come home, I'm taking picking up the kids and getting ready to go to the practice while you're in the basement doing homework like we really don't see each other the only time we see each other honestly is like when we're going to get ready for bed or recording or recording yeah yeah we don't really spend like quality time together yeah but yeah we have come a long way and i feel like we have to be proud of ourselves and give ourselves some like a pat on the back you know yeah I we, mean, we deserve grace. Yes. We're constantly looking forward, you and I. Mm -hmm. I feel like you and I are constantly looking forward about our future. Like, where are we going to go when our lease is up? 
mm-hmm. are we going to renew this lease are we going to go we're going to try to get to a better a three bedroom place like mm-hmm. you know what i mean we're constantly, constantly looking thinking i'm, I'm in forward. school so i'm constantly l- looking forward to graduation and like you know all of this stuff and i forget even that a year ago for me i was finishing up my undergrad Mm -hmm. and finding my way still like still really figuring out what the fuck it was I wanted to do like or where it was I was gonna go at that point I knew I wanted to go get my master's in social work I didn't know where at that point I didn't apply to UConn until april a month before i graduated maybe march two months before i graduated with my undergrad it was the only school i applied to but like i finally feel right now in my life as much as we have a lot of stress as much as like both of both you and i are are constantly like okay what's our next move gonna be Mm-hmm. I finally feel like I'm on the right path. I'm on the, I'm on the path that I'm meant to be on. Yeah, I agree. I f- I can finally see like the finish line and like where all of this is headed mm-hmm. for myself, and I haven't been able to do that. That's amazing. Well, I think your path that you're on is like the right one for you too, as as an outsider, like looking at you, you I could see the passion you have behind it even when you speak on it you can just tell how much passion you have for it even when we talk about what how your day was at your internship and how you want to like help these kids and learn and all this stuff so I, I think you're gonna make an amazing social worker for sure I because I tell you all the time I'm like I don't know how on this earth like you can stay so calm listening to these stories like i would be a fucking raging bitch it's hard it's definitely hard you stole my pillow sorry and you're still gonna hold on to it yep okay what's yours is mine what's mine is yours um no yeah you're, you you definitely have not only the heart for it but you do have the strength for it i just want to make a difference I really want to help people. Oh, I know. Kids, grown-ups, adolescents. I want to make an impact in people's lives. I think you will. I think you already have. There's some kids in the school that you already already are trusting you and opening up to you. I don't know. You know, I don't I mean, yeah, they open up to me and sure, they definitely trust me. There's kids that are going through a lot of things that feel comfortable talking to me. Yeah. You know, and I, I've only been there two months. So, like, that's good. Mm-hmm. I love that. I'm connecting with kids. Yeah. You have a rapport with them, and that's amazing. Um, What else? I just... I'm finally... Like, I'm happy to finally be in this place of, like, doing things with the intention to get something out of it, like... If that makes sense. It does. With my undergrad, it was like, why am I doing these? Why am I writing this paper? I'm writing this paper just to graduate. 
But like, what career am I going to get when I graduate? Oh, nothing. I'm going to go to grad school. Now it's like, I'm in grad school. I'm writing this paper so that I can understand this specific topic so that I can be a better practitioner and, and, and know this topic in and out so that I can provide for people mm. when I graduate. Like, I love that. Like It's like a purpose. Like I've found my purpose. It feels right. Yeah. I can't wait to get there. What do you think your purpose is? I don't know yet. You're still trying to find it? Does it bother you? Mm-hmm. Why? Because I'm fucking 35. I should know my purpose. There are people who are 65 who don't know their purpose. There are people who are literally in their 80s who never found their purpose and just did what society told them to do. Right. That's the thing. I don't want to do what society tells me to do. I want to do something that I love. I want to wake up in the morning. And be happy. And be happy doing it. That's what I want. Do you think you have an idea of what that is? Um, right now, after I'm, we've talked about this. I mean, after you finish college, in the meantime, I want to start because I have my real estate books. I'm thinking of pursuing that. Why don't you just start looking at them? Right, that's what I want to start doing. Start studying. So when I'm at Liza's practice, just bring my books with me and just read and take notes. Is that what you want to do? At one point in my life, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> I did. I wanted to become a realtor so bad. But as time went on, like at, when I was taking these tests and I was failing, and I was so close, you needed, I think it was an 80 to pass or a 70. It was something cre- like something low. So it wasn't like you needed to ace anything. I was always three points off every time I would take this test. I was getting... I went from actually being way off when I first took it to like every time I would take it, I was getting closer and closer. And the very last test I took, I was three points off. And I was like, I'm never going to fucking pass this. And I took it about, I'd say five, six times. And that test isn't easy. Like it is not easy at all. But I definitely want to pick it up again and see if I still have that passion for it. Because right now I feel so discouraged I get that, that I get that the discouragement can kind of snuff out the passion too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what it's done. It snuffed it out that it's like, it's not there. It's like, and now you have that fear in me. Like, but how do you get rid of that fear? And and that's, that goes back to everything that we've learned Mm -hmm. or everything you've learned over the past year. How do you get rid of that fear? By doing it. Right. And that's what I said I was going to do. There you go. I could picture you selling houses or like commercial real estate. I could picture you selling commercial real estate for some reason. Really? Yeah. We'll see. Or like luxury houses. That would be a bomb. That's what I've always wanted to do. It's funny you say that luxury houses. Yeah, I could see you. I've always wanted to do that. I could really do. I could really could see it. It was either that or interior design, like work for a realtor and she would tell me or he would tell me, okay, we have to stage this home, like an empty house. Let's say it's brand new built. And I would love to do interior design. Hmm. It was one of those. Do they get paid well? Mm-hmm. They get paid really well. And I learned that in realtor cl- in my realtor class when I was taking them. Because we were trying to figure out, me and a, a girl, a classmate of mine, 
um we're trying to figure out well real estate isn't going to work out imagine doing something that you love like decorating a home so we'll see i picture it yeah yeah you don't have to wait two years for me to graduate no i'm not waiting two years for you to graduate what i'm saying is in the meantime while you're in college i can study Mm -hmm. and then once i feel comfortable enough to go okay i know this stuff from the back of my hand like i really studied it i want to go and take that test oh you don't need to take the class no i have to take the class so i actually have to do that first but that's hard the class no the class is the class is not hard it's the finding the time that's why i'm saying for you to finish that's when i'm saying for you to finish your college because i'm going to need your help then okay do you know what i mean yeah with my like everyday life i mean i have kids i have to go bring them here do this do that it's like when am i gonna have time to go to like classes for it you did before no i did before i had my kids staying home with my ex oh i see what you're saying you know and then he would drive Liza to practices or Ryanie to go wherever he needed to go. He took care of that while I was. So Dude. it's not as easy. Now that you're like literally a single parent, it's not easy. Yeah. I get that. And I have to say out there for the parents who you do have support and you do have kids and you actually have, let's say you got out of a divorce or a bad breakup or whatever it is and you have kids appreciate the people who are literally helping you with your kids because even though I have my parents my parents can't help me with my kids my parents live 45 minutes away they can't do anything and they work from morning to night I don't have anybody to go all right I'll take so-and-so for you don't worry about it I don't have anybody to call and rely on to be like hey me and Tori want to like go on a date like do you mind mom dad or whoever can you guys watch the kids while i run out today's today is our first night without kids in two months i know in a long time two months Mm -hmm. wait no no we've had a month and a half yeah because september 10th was the last time yeah on our anniversary yeah that was like the last like actually like kid free weekend where Mm -hmm. we spent like time so it's not like we we don't get a lot of weekends like mm-hmm. that. So what I'm saying is appreciate the people who are helping you. And appreciate where you're at. Mm-hmm, that too. Sometimes you got to look back only to realize how far you've come. And the reason for this episode is is for me and Jaylon to really understand. Like... <sighs> For us to openly speak on our platform about how far we've come and there might be people who in our lives who want to take credit for how far we've come. There might be people who want who don't want to see us in these places. But at the end of the day, we're the only ones who are in it Mm -hmm. and we're the ones maintaining it and making it work and keeping it going. Mm hmm. And we deserve some credit for that. I think we deserve a lot of credit, honestly. Yeah. I don't we deserve all the credit for yeah. that. 
especially this year and all of the hardships that we've had to deal with. Oh my God. It's like nonstop bullshit. Right. So that's that. I mean, yeah, I think this is a, this might be a short episode, but it's good enough. Yeah, no, it's really good. I think that, um, we're just going to keep pushing and we're not fucking perfect. I mean, we are still learning as we are going. And I was telling Tori that today when we were out eating, I said, you know what? I want to be relatable on our platform because I don't want to be this pristine person who's like, nope, not me. I'm so perfect. I got my shit together and I got it all. No, I don't. I don't got my shit together. <laughs> you know, like every norm, everybody else out there, we all have shit. Nobody all- has their shit <laughs> fully together. No, I know that. But I know there's people on on these platforms. I've seen it for myself where people will go, oh, I'm so, I got, I got this and I got that and I'm so blessed and I'm so healed and I'm so this. Oh, come on. Even somebody who says they are healed is not fully fucking healed. They could say it Nobody so they're blue in their face. You're not fully healed nobody's fully healed right you still go through life you still have trauma throughout life whether you're still holding on to it and whether from your past present future whatever it may be no one is fully healed and i'm not going to sit here and say oh yeah me and tori are fucking perfect and we got our shit together and look where we're at now and we're just going and we're thriving no we're not nobody none of us at the end of the day our podcast is not us getting on a high horse and speaking from a place of oh i've been there done that no mm-hmm. we are actively living lives as human beings going through things yeah and if you're alive you're constantly going through things you know what i mean you may have healed from that past traumatic relationship only for life to hand you new traumatic mm-hmm. things to go through or new things to have to deal with or similar things that remind you of that tr- past traumatic relationship that's how life works right right and so we're not here on a high horse trying to be preachy we're here trying to be relatable yeah just like you just like us we're we're one in the same right and that's the point of this podcast is to represent that one in the sameness that if we can do it so can you absolutely you know nobody's better than anybody else right there is no high horse no definitely not and so that i think is pretty important yeah i think people need to hear that because you know what that's what makes people feel like they have somebody they can connect with yeah they can look at us and go okay well they're not trying to act better than us they're 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 telling us their struggle they're telling us where they came from to where they are but it's still a struggle yes yeah everyday life is still still a fucking struggle yeah we don't want to be idolized we want to inspire that's exactly it that's it I agree. and we want to relate yeah that's it and that's what i love about even our followers like though i've had people message me and go you guys are so honest and so transparent it's like i don't know how to be any other way i'd rather be that because i want somebody i can relate to like right shit you're going through that same thing yeah finances fucking suck oh my god same girl or guy whatever like you like i don't feel so alone right yeah that's what i love about that i don't want to sit here and act like i'm better than anybody or that i got my shit together because 
No one does. And we're still, everyone is figuring it out. Yeah. And that's okay. Trust me. It's okay. And just know that if you are having a hard time, just know that this, it, whatever you're going through in life is going to get better. Don't give up. I was you at one point. Like I was you, not that I was going to give up, but like for me, it was, I never thought that that good was going to eventually come. And it did. And she's still scared. And I'm still scared. At times. Oh my she's gosh. still afraid of the rug being pulled out from underneath her. Right. And Do- that's doesn't okay. Be- Jaylon doesn't believe good things last. can happen to her or last. Yeah. I think once they happen, you get a taste of it and then it t- gets taken we away. Got, we got approved for this apartment and she still didn't believe that we yeah. got, got it. I'm like, why she, isn't he responding? There's something wrong. Yeah. And it's like because I don't know the process. I'm like, this guy's going to switch his mind up. Like, I was freaking out. Yeah. So. Yeah. So all of you out there, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Um, And we'll continue to be open, real, and honest with you guys because that's yeah. just how Tori and I do. And thank you. Thank you for the support, the continued yeah. support. We appreciate you guys, the listeners, the patrons. Mm-hmm. Um, If you want to support the podcast um become a patron as low as five dollars a month if you want the extra perks well actually five dollar a month patrons get the full video version of this podcast along with every other tier but if you want the extra perks like exclusive content exclusive um vlogs and live streams and zooms consider becoming a 12.99 patron or higher 25 dollar patron does the zooms um yeah along with all the other perks so but yeah check out our website or Go just wild. listen and share with a friend or just do that because we understand that times are tough yep not everybody can support monetarily so your support by listening and sharing and commenting and rating this podcast is, is also very 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 appreciated yeah so so thank all of you like literally the patrons the listeners we love you guys so much um we wouldn't be able to do this without you guys so love, love y'all you. oh we said that at the same time yay Yank. bye Good everybody night, guys <laughs>